Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you wanted to be that guy, you could say that wrestling at its core is a lie. I like to think it's more of an act, but this is why the English language is so great. Can go either way. It can also be taken advantage of, though, and ties into the best piece of advice I was ever given. If an opportunity comes your way, say yes and figure out how to do it afterwards. So I am Simon from What Culture. Please do hit that subscribe button. This is 10 wrestlers who lied to get what they wanted. Number 10, Vince McMahon won't go global. Vince McMahon founded Titan Sports in 1980, all ready to take over the WWF in 1982. The reason for this two-year wait was because Vince McMahon Sr., his dad, wanted to make sure his son was going to abide by the wrestling rules or that the territory system would stay intact. The younger McMahon assured Papa Bear that of course he would do this, and then within 36 months had basically gobbled up most of the other promotions as he planned to take sports entertainment across the world. So he lied. There's every chance the elder Vince would have stopped all this had he had known, but he didn't, so it's not great. At the same time, without this, the World Wrestling Federation wouldn't have made it over here to the UK, so it's kind of a grey area for me. Whoops. Number 9, Jeff Hardy lied about his age. In the mid-90s, jobbers were in. If you were happy to receive a decent payday, you could turn up to TV, get destroyed by a superstar wrestler before doing it all again later. It was a way to make a living. It's how many of today's legends made their start, including one Jeff Hardy. He told officials he was 18 years old, so was more than ready to step in the ring with Razor Ramon. The problem being, <laughs> he was actually 16. Ruh-roh. That was June 1994, so he wasn't even going to be 17 until August, meaning Jeff decided he had nothing to lose, so he told a fib. You can't really hold this against him either, because I think it may have worked out all right. Number eight, Ahmed Johnson isn't honest about his injury record. Another guy who also lied about his age, Ahmed Johnson told the WWF he was 23 even though he was 32, there was a method to his madness. After years of putting miles on his body due to different careers, Ahmed knew that if the powers that be searched hard enough, they were going to see he was pretty much already banged up. Not great for a company that prides itself on hiring younger talent. And do not get this wrong either. Vince McMahon was so high on Johnson, he saw him as a future world champion, which likely would have happened if Ahmed wasn't a bit crazy. I mean, just go and Google all the stories people tell about him. It worked as he was thrust onto TV as an up-and-coming rookie, so there you go. It likely wouldn't work today, but still... Lies can pay off. Number seven, the mass transit incident. One of the worst stories we will tell on this video, absolutely no good came out of it. Most fans know about the mass transit incident where Eric Kulas told
told ECW Brass that he was a trained wrestler and that he'd even done shows with Killer Kowalski. Paul Heyman was totally duped by this, so booked him against New Jack, and after Kulas had wound him up backstage, well, this soon turned into a nightmare. Sadly known for his controversial ways, Jack dished out a vicious beating the likes of which should never have happened in wrestling, and given that Eric had no experience at all, things got very, very bad. There was a lawsuit afterwards which mostly served as just underlining the mistruths, and thankfully nothing like this will ever happen again. And it shouldn't have happened back then. Number six, Brian Pillman and WCW. Well, we all know this story, but it is amazing. Back in 1996, Brian Pillman was full in on his whole loose cannon gimmick to the point he convinced WCW and Eric Bischoff to grant him an actual release. This would be done so Brian could go to the likes of ECW, cause a fuss before returning to World Championship Wrestling, where all of this could be sold like an elaborate storyline. And that did go down with one big twist. Pillman used this to get out of his contract for real, so he could sign a big money deal with the WWF. The best part is nobody knows what Brian's grand plan was because he acted crazy constantly. Maybe he just decided to do this at the last minute. It was out of genius though, hence why we are still talking about it today. The man inspired an entire generation. Number five, Bret Hart says he didn't blade. Randy Savage and Ric Flair have both talked about how they got in trouble following their WrestleMania 8 match in 1992. They got fined given they had broken the rules that you should not blade. And yet on the same show, Bret Hart and Roddy Piper did the same thing and got away with it scot-free. And why? Well, the hitman just lied about it. Piper had gone to Hart and said they needed color to add to their match and Brett agreed. They did need a plan to ensure they wouldn't get in trouble, however. So they also decided to get into it backstage after the fact so all of it would look real. Turns out everybody bought this given the reaction and most assumed it was a happy accident, but that was absolute poppycock. They set out to do this and they got away with it. What a couple of scamps they are. And before Shawn Michaels pretends he knows nothing of Montreal. And he kept it up for years too. But after Vince McMahon had screwed Bret Hart at the 1997 Survivor Series, the hitman found the heartbreak kid and asked if he knew about the ruse. As you can actually see on the film Wrestling With Shadows, Michael says without blinking that he was out the loop too and that his hands are clean of this one. They weren't. Bret never bought into this and how could he? The only way the whole shebang works is if the key people are aware. Although after the fact McMahon has said he told all parties to lie because he wanted to take all the heat. It's the only way he could keep peace in the locker room. And while after this, Sean did admit he knew everything, but look, these two have buried the hatchet now, and maybe one day we will stop talking about it too. <laughs> I doubt it. Number three, Ric Flair says he will never wrestle again. I mean, we all know this one. Even as of 2022, Ric Flair has just had what he called his last match, and nobody believes him kind of sums it up. There has been multiple of these statements throughout the years, though, the biggest one coming in 2008 when he had his retirement match against Shawn Michaels. I know this did happen because I was there. Everyone involved went so far with this one, the Nature Boy even said the words, I will never wrestle again. And while I'm sure he meant it at the time, it did turn out to be a lie. A year later, he was traveling to Australia with Hulk Hogan as they worked together, and after that, he went to TNA where, yep, he continued to wrestle. The truth of the matter is that Flair readily admits he finds it hard to leave the spotlight behind and i can get that the major worry is that he is now a 70 plus year old man who almost died a few years ago health always has to come first Let's hope he realizes it. Number two, Kevin Nash tells WCW he's quitting wrestling. Kevin Nash wasn't having a great time in 1993 WCW. He was Vinny Vegas back then that I think was meant to be some Californian bouncer. But before that, he had been Oz. And yes, that was based on the Wizard of Oz, 
was never going to work. He had a great look and obvious talent, though, so secret conversations with the WWF started, especially as Shawn Michaels wanted to bring him in as his new bodyguard. The rumor has always been in order to get out of his deal, Nash simply told then-head honcho Ole Anderson that he was done with this fighting malarkey and was going to go back to the security racket. He wasn't. So instead of leaving the business, Kevin went to the competition, became Diesel, won the world title, and then returned to World Championship Wrestling three years later for all of the money. So you can't really say this was a bad move. Number one, Santino Morella bluffs Italian. As the word goes, when WWE officials got in touch with the soon-to-be Santino Morella about being an Italian wrestler, they asked if he could speak the language. Without skipping a beat, he said yes. That's a smart man. Obviously, he was going to have to prove this, so when asked to drop some lines, Morella said, Boglio mezzo chilo de formaggio, which I've definitely just butchered, which roughly translates to, I want half a kilo of cheese. Those famous words before you're off to have a fight. Santina revealed this during an appearance on Chris Van Vliet's Insight Show, but look at the results. On the 16th of April 2007, Raw, he was caught out of the crowd as an apparent fan and beat Umaga to win the Intercontinental title. That's not a bad way to debut, and he went on to have quite the career. He still makes me laugh today. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, hey, it's Kip Bodner, CMO of HubSpot. Join me and my co-host, Kieran Flanagan, CMO over at Zapier, on Marketing Against a Grain. We're not the typical regurgitated Twitter threads. These are takes from us, marketing leaders about what we're doing and what we're learning from our peers and what's working in the market and how you can apply them to your business. Everything you need to grow a modern business and have a strategy that is fit for growth in today's changing economy. Listen to our podcast, Marketing Against the Grain, wherever you get your podcasts.